Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Paul and Griff Show. You got myself, Paul. You got myself, Griff. And we are back in your ears. As we are here for another exciting episode, talking all things TV and film. This is your top streaming guide podcast. How are we doing, Griff? Good. Beautiful weather. Beautiful podcasting weather. Lovely <laughs> podcasting weather. It's really, I'm, I might have recorded this from my garden. Oh, yeah, the fear I'm of all... electrocution. Stay safe, people. Yeah, all good. How about you? You good? Yeah, not too bad. Same, really. I mean, sort of uh, everything's sort of just going on. Tickety boo in that. Had my first jab, so slowly getting back to reality. Bit of life and all that, so that's exciting. What'd you find it? Good? It's all right. It is what it is, isn't it? It is. But, so, yeah. it sort, of, sort of gave me a sticker, which I didn't really want. Oh, my sticker's on the fridge. Fuck's sake. That's, <laughs> that's the difference between you and me, mate, right there. <laughs> just to prove it. I have a sticker, and I just looked at them. And I thought, well, we're out of lollies. You know, what's going on with it? I said, where's the sticker album to put them in? Come on, if you're going to do things, do it properly. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so sticker's gone. But, um, yeah, that's that. Um, oh. We've got an exciting week, I think. It is an exciting week. Got a little bit of Netflix. There's a lot of Netflix, actually. <laughs> Loads of Netflix. We'll try and maybe avoid Netflix next week. Um Frank Encounters. Yeah, Jupiter's, it was different. Jupiter's Legacy, Below Deck, all these things coming up from the vault. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. So much happening. So much to discuss. So much going on in the world of these streaming websites. But do you know what? We can't dive into it yet. Not yet, mate. Do you know why? You know why. We got to talk about this week's movie news. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, and there were trailers aplenty this week. Where do we start? Oh, let's start with what we already know. There was an official, I guess, in trailer two for the hitman's wife's bodyguards um pretty much just a bit like the first one um just yeah I, I suppose i don't think we saw um old uh, antonio banderas in the first trailer hmm. so antonio banderas is obviously i assume going to be um the big bad in this movie um yeah, for the right. uh, a bit at the end with the old darts come. Sometimes I just feel like you show too much in trailers. Some of these things, like, I kind of want to see on the screen first time. What was your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I, it's very weird. I, I think um, it shows the state of cinema, in my opinion, trailers now. Because you you look in like past trailers and you got showed like so little. It's almost like there were separate things shot for the trailer that weren't even trailers. It would just be like almost nothingness, but just let you know a film's coming. But now they have to show you so much to try and entice you. Yeah. That um yeah, it is sort of ruining 
sort of in my opinion but I, I guess a new audience might like that it's, it's, it's a weird balance isn't it yeah you think for sequels they would you wouldn't have to be shown you wouldn't have to be shown too much because surely you already invested if you enjoyed the first one you yeah. just want to see these characters again um yeah I was always said like Marvel Star Wars we'd have a balls of just being like this film's coming out we're not even going to show you a trailer you need to yeah, see this. like um, like Adele when she dropped her album, did a yeah. hello, wasn't it? Literally just in, during the X Factor, it just came up and went hello, and there was a little date there, and everyone lost their heads. How powerful was that? Like, it's just that's the yeah. thing. Like I said, if a film, the right sort of film, I mean, like I said, it have to be like a new Avengers film or or something like wild like that that already would make people lose or have a <laughs> No, Avatar. <laughs> Jesus. Whenever those three movies come out. 2028. Just oh. I want to see it this week. Just a little commercial that shows a tree and someone's scratched in it 2028. <laughs> <laughs> um, it They're literally story... waiting for the tree to fucking grow back at this rate, aren't they? Yeah, the sap and everything. Just yeah. all overgrown it. <laughs> um, oh, June sorry. 21st of June 2021. So um, fast approaching. Um, we got a trailer for a movie called The Green Knight, which looks a little bit whack, a little bit crazy. Um, a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Um, apart from recognizing the guy from Skins, um, I, I, I don't even know what's going on with this. It was a bit. I felt like remember the Neverending Story, like just a just a recent like. <laughs> yeah, it like, sort of felt like. Um... Never in the story, sort of like when you watch like a trailer for something like Pan's Labyrinth or something, and it's all just a bit like you think, Oh, I don't know what I've seen, but there's, you know, there's a little bit of epicness going on there somewhere. Yeah, because he's like, Who wants to take me down? And like, Who wants to strike me? And he does strike him, and he's like, Oh, I'll see you in a year. Uh, I suppose if you read the book, like, everyone's like, Oh my god, it's a genius story, probably like shouting at me, but um, I don't know. It, it didn't re- unless I probably won't watch it unless I hear really good things about it. It doesn't seem like it's my kind of thing. Um, yeah. It's due sixth of August, twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's a bit bit whack. Um, then we've got a trailer for a new Kevin Hart movie called Fatherhood, um, coming to Netflix June eighteenth. And I must admit, yeah. Oh, this has got me written all over it. I'll probably end up crying as well. Do you know what? <laughs> when I saw the, the title of it, I thought, oh, God, here we go. And I felt I knew the story before even the trailer started. Yeah. You know, mum died, dad's left to fend alone. It was sort of there before you even watched it. But it looks really fucking good. And um, I feel like I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I think, cause you think Kevin Hart, you just assume it's a comedy. Yeah. And I suppose there probably is some like laughter in here, but I think it's a lot deeper. Like it goes, and um, yeah, it, it looks very well done. I'm very looking forward to it. Um, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna watch this, and I know I'm gonna cry. He's even trying to be like the best dad he can possibly be, and yeah, due um, 18th of June 2021, straight to Netflix. Let's cry. Oh. Then we got something that we're used to, which we've talked about everything else. Um, the Forever Purge. Oh, I watched this. 
another thought, and I just a bit didn't even bring it up on our episode of the Purge movies. I think the Purge movies are just made so they can sell masks or they can create masks. <laughs> just like just new masks all the time. They look like, oh, what did you think of it? Joe, I, I was sort of torn about it because um, I, I sort of like the idea. Basically, the purge ends, everyone goes back to normal, and there seems to be a rogue group of people that are like, fuck this, we're not done with everyone yet, and continue to purge. Yeah. But I just kind of, my personal thing is by the way it's shown about one day a year, nothing. You think there would be a mighty police presence or military presence for anyone who did break the law outside this area. Well, yeah, because that's why they get a night off of the purge. I mean, you you would. The way that it's shown, there'd still be temptation to do things, but you think the repercussions must be so, like, death. Mm. I mean, if you kill someone when it's no purge, you're just dead. That's the way I sort of always perceived it. Totally. So the fact this rogue lot could just continue to do this, when you've seen in all the other films how everything is just security camera monitored everything constantly, I just don't think it's believable. I, I, I feel like it would, military would just come in and absolutely steamroll them in seconds. Oh, massively. I don't know where it, where it is like in the time scale. I think it's just a standalone um, spin-off movie, just another purge. I don't think it has any direct links to the ones that we've seen before. Um, the thing is, they, they all could do, can't they? They could be same day, different uh, states, don't really. No. T- totally. Um, if you want to hear us talk about the purge, it's in the archives. We talk about all the purge films to date, apart from the Forever Purge, because obviously it hasn't come out yet. Um, 16th of July, 2021. Really? Um, we then got a movie coming out. So I told you there's loads of trailers. More to oh. come. Um, Skater Girl. Uh, when a teen in rural India discovers a life-changing passion for skateboarding, she faces a rough road as she follows her dream to compete. I thought it was really good. Um, Netflix again, 11th of June. Um, basically, a community come together through the love for skateboarding. Um, I just felt like surely there's um, there's less dangerous sports. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. This did nothing for me. This came across as one of those films that gets nominated for like three million Oscars, and you sit there and think, why is this nominated for like all these Oscars? Yeah, it's a fair, it's, it's a fair shout. There's no, there's no one in it like stars and all that. Um, I think I w- w- watched it with the wife, and it says like the skating ramp, and like looks a bit of a, like naff skating ramp. Point. Wait until they start graffiti guys. Is Avril Lavigne in it? No, they missed the trick there. Don't think even the song was in it. I was waiting for. Just not it. even like an acoustic version. You good no, she's still I, married I'm, to Chad. No, that's well over. Is it? Yeah, I think they're only married for like two years. No, who's she with now? Uh, let's have a look. She went from old some forty-one to Chad. Some probably someone older now. Probably. I think she goes up the years. I'm going up the years to find you. No, she's not married. No, Twain. Come on, Wikipedia. Open up. Uh, for yeah, me. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh, Wikipedia doesn't want to open. Oh, the site cannot be reached. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Maybe she's just enjoying singularity. She's just enjoying being the Levine life. Yeah. Oh, Wikipedia doesn't want to open. Um, yeah, we'll find out when whenever it decides to load. Um, yeah, let's get a girl again. Netflix, 11th of June. Um, and there's something that both of us were excited about, which did make me feel really cool. Like, why does like the worst events like get you really excited? Um, Nail Bomber, Manhunt, twenty uh, sixth of May, twenty twenty one. Again, Netflix. Um, documentary tells the story of the nineteen ninety nine London bombings that targeted minority communities in a race to find the far right extremists behind them. I think this looks really good. Extremist. 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 Yeah, I guess. Same thing. Sorry. (laughs) Oops. You know, just liked it. Extremist. Bringing it back. Um, Yeah, what do you think of it? I got you excited as well, right? Yeah, get you excited. I mean, again, for all the wrong reasons, it's it's fucking horrific and it's going to be a horrific watch. But um, it's going to be gripping, in it? It's going to be one of those where if it's a one-off, you'll watch it. It'll be amazing. If it's like a couple of parter, you'll suddenly be sitting there at one in the morning because you're too gripped to turn it off, even though it's absolutely horrific. You don't really want to kind of see it type deal, you know? Looks like it's a one-off, an hour and 12 minutes. Perfect. Which is just, just, just what we need. Um, yeah, it did make you think, like, why do we get so excited about these things that happen? Like, just, but yeah, I'm just really gripping and... Um, yeah, uh, 26th of May, so haven't got a long time to wait. Um, we then got a trailer for an Amazon Prime video um, TV show called Panic. Um, no one knows who invented Panic or where it first began. But in the forgotten rural town of Carp, Texas, the game is the only way out. Every summer, the graduating seniors risk their lives competing in a series of challenges force them to confront their deepest fears for the chance to win life-changing money. Anyone can play. Only one will win. Let the games begin. See, I thought this looked okay until I found out it was a TV show. Then I was like, uh, I don't know if I'd watch a TV show full of it. Yeah, I feel like that. I mean, I want to say I'll take a gamble on one, but I can't really promise or even do that, to be honest. I mean, it depends how long the episodes are. They're probably going to be like 50-odd minutes long. I feel that this is one of those where we need people to tell us it's amazing and we can't miss it. Yeah, tell us it's amazing at like episode 10 so I can binge it. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of that sort of vibe, isn't it, where someone's got to be like, oh, my God, it's got this, it's got that, and we go, all right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Yeah, June 28th, so again... It looks like they released all episodes um, on May 28th. So I suppose we'll soon hear after if it's good or not. Um, and then the last big trailer of the week, Matt Damon in Steelwater. And I was well disappointed. This was not the almost famous band documentary I wanted. Um, <laughs> a father travels from Oklahoma to France to help his daughter who has been arrested for murder. I must admit, like... I don't know. I don't know if the trailer did it for me with the with the colours and of the just the shading of the film work and all that. I, I I didn't quite know what was going on. 
Um, it wasn't very clear. Yeah, I must admit, I don't know if it's just because obviously all the traders, we, we sent them all in at the same time and this was sort of the last one that I watched. And I feel like if I watched this at the beginning, I might be more interested in it. By the time I got to this, I just, I kind of switched off a bit. I wasn't really, there's was nothing in it that gripped me that made me want to go like, wow, you know? Yeah. Exactly, and this is probably like the biggest of all the ones we've just mentioned. Yeah, this has probably got the biggest budget, um, and, and the cast as well. Uh, Abigail Breslin from um, Childhood Star, Fame, Zombie Land, um, Little Miss Sunshine. Um, but yeah, it, it just I'm not sure. Again, I think that's just what you said is perfect. Like, we need people to say it's amazing, I'll probably give it a go. Um, due 6th of August 20. 20- 21. Um, and then obviously, the only last bit of news was um, got some nice Venom pop finals. Um, let there be Carnage, which is obviously Carnage and Venom pop finals. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we look through stuff. I, I find it interesting with pop finals because I'm wondering if pop finals are becoming the new Lego in the sense that like Lego were renowned for throwing stuff out like too early to like ruin films and stuff like that. Mm. And this doesn't necessarily ruin the films. It doesn't tell you anything about the story or a scene or anything, but you do get a better look at what Carnage looks like. Oh, totally. And you, you think like, this is probably the best look we've had of Carnage and it's through a Funko and it's kind mm. of, um, it's, it's happened because they're churning them out so fast. They're obviously, talking to these film companies before films are released and getting bits to work off of. So I don't know. I, I just find it interesting that these sort of Funkos obviously showing you bits and um, it's not as bad as Lego. Cause I remember sort of Lego Avengers would give away like sort of Hulkbuster mm. suits and stuff like that, wouldn't they? Oh yeah. Yeah. And it sort of, yeah. And it's sort of big deal, but it's not quite there, but I still find it like, I don't know. It's just like I said, this is really these the things first should come one. out after the film. We should see it after the film, which yeah. are really good. Like uh, on the same topic, but not like. So, for example, there's there's this big like James Bond book I got, yeah. um, which goes for all, all the movies, and there's a new one that's been like on Amazon now for like a year, but you can't get it because obviously they've held off because the film, the new film, wasn't coming out, and obviously you'd be able to read about the new film, but obviously you can't see any pages. I think it needs to be like that. Maybe, like, you could, like, tease, like, a pop vinyl in the film and maybe say, like, artwork to be determined, which some people do. The thing's like, you know it's coming. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Like I said, it's hard to... I don't know if it's just being petty or overreacting or if it is something or nothing, but I, I just feel like stuff like this should be, like, held off slightly. Yeah. You know, especially when you don't know when the film's coming out. Well, that's we're it, assuming though. it's coming out. We don't know if we're going to go through another like halt, stop everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> never know, never know. Um, cool. Um, and we'll just finish off the news with them um, this week in film. Um, okay. in 1995, Braveheart, directed by Mel Gibson, starring Mel Gibson and Sophie Marceau, premieres at the Seattle Film Festival. That won Best Picture in 1996. Freedom! Uh, 2001, DreamWorks Pictures Shrek, starring Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy and Cameron Diaz 
in voiceover roles debuts. Um, what else we got? In 1977, Smoking the Bandit, starring Burt Reynolds and Sally Field and Jackie Gleason premieres in New York City. Waldo oh, Yankovic gives live performance at Wax Museum in Washington, D.C. in 1983. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't as gripped as what I'd hoped I was going to be. 
I think it's fair. I, I wasn't gripped. I, th- I thought it was quite a quick watch. Time kind of passed. Um, I, I, I know there's enough character, likable characters to want to like to be invested in, which is probably which is why I haven't watched any more. Um, I, mean, I, I felt like they. Gonna, I thought it was going to be predictable. Yeah, it did kind of throw. I would say we'll just leave it spoiler free. I, I what saying I thought was going to happen at the end of the first episode didn't happen. Yeah, uh, I suppose there's enough for people that enjoyed it to want to watch more. Yeah, and no, I get that. I, I can see it's one of them. I can see why people would love it, but like you said, I would I would have liked as it's the first episode a little more investment on who some of these people were. Yeah, as much as we sort of turn around and say, "Ah, oh, with Marvel and." And DC, we don't need backstories all the time because everyone knows who these characters are. I didn't know who any of these people were. I just needed a little bit of a backstory. Even if it's just like a five-minute thing at the beginning explaining who everyone was. But people would be using powers and I'd be like, mate, uh, when was that a thing? I don't even know you, you know, I don't even know who you are, what power you do or what you're even really doing. You know, well, yeah. so... Well, yeah... Like things have happened to people that like we're not invested in because we don't really know them. Um, I thought it's not really spoiling. I thought we were going to find out how the dad got the powers. Um, yeah, because obviously he obviously was born human, but that was never that was never shown in the first episode. I just got. I'm going to call it. If someone's seen all this, I've only seen the first episode. I think the uncle's going to be dirty. That's just my prediction from watching TV shows and kind of spotting like. A jealous like brother, a mile off. But for the way to sort of hang back all the time. I think so. He's always in the uh, background, wasn't he? And I think he likes the wife. I wasn't uh, even sure what his power was, though. I guess he can just take them to places of his mind, like uh, I suppose a weak Professor X. Uh, yeah, just I think we, the problem is we've got a show called The Boys. Um. And I suppose this is more family orientated, especially from the first episode anyway. So if you're going to enter this kind of superhero kind of market, you got to, you got to start off like big. And I don't think they did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was okay. Um, I'll say Bennett. Um, one day I'm going to do this and we, we've... How did you see it? I'm like, oh, you know what? I watched one and I watched all of it. But <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Um so yeah, yeah. That's the with the the choices. I have to say, bin it. Um, I have to say, bin it because I haven't thought about it. I haven't told anyone about it. We didn't even discuss it. There's a lot of time we will watch programs and we'll straight away be messaging each other, being like, "Fucking hell, have you watched blah blah blah?" Yeah, this hasn't happened. This is literally the first time we spoke about it. Yeah. So it just totally. kind of shows to say anything but bin it. I think would be a lie. Totally. But it's on Netflix at the moment. If anyone wants <laughs> to watch it, go watch, ep- it. Go watch it and like tell us we're tell us we're wrong. Tell us it all kicks off in episode two and we need to revisit. Um that's what we need. Um then we watched um a TV show called Prank Encounters, um, which is also on Netflix. Uh takes two complete strangers who each think they're starting their first day, a new job. It's business issues until their past collide and their part-time jobs turn into full-time nightmares. We watched... Uh, let me find it. Split Party. 
Split Pie, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, which is season one, episode well, three, episode, season, one. episode eight. It's actually episode eight. Was it? Yeah. Season one, episode one. Oh, that's right. Do you know what? I thought that because like, I've seen all of these before. I've seen the whole of season one. And um, I remembered season one starting off with a much fucking better episode than this. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Uh, this is the first time I've watched it. Um, obviously, stars um, Gatton Matarazzo of um, Stranger Things fame. Um, it's his it's his show. I suppose, I suppose it's like punked, but with like a more eerie kind of feel to it, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I'm honest, this is probably the weakest episode of the series. I'm glad you said that because I was watching it, and even though like. It was kind of, but okay. I didn't think the payoff for the first twenty minutes was there. I uh, just I could see it all lined up, but I wanted some like laughs in between, and like, where's this gonna get? Where's this gonna like gonna go in? And then it was kind of done, and I was like, oh, okay. It feels a long build up for like for the pun, like to kick in. But you reckon this is like the weakest? Is it? For ones that I can remember, I mean, there's other ones where they're based at like um, campsites and they do like sort of an alien one and um, one with like uh, like ghosts and that. There's lots stronger ones because I, when I started watching this, I was trying to think, what is this? What one is this? What? Then I remembered, obviously, with the cupcakes, I was like, oh, fucking this one where he's like the daughter. And I was just like, yeah, this one's... Um, there's better episodes, much better episodes than this one. Is he not usually in them? Is he not usually in them? Is he usually more behind the camera? Is he? He's yeah. This is, I think, the only one he was in. Okay. He's never, he's never a guest. That's why I sat there and thought I can't remember him being an episode in like the first episode. I thought the episode first one was like the alien one before, but um, you yeah, no, said this... I went by. I did think when I looked, I think. Oh, he must he must really like this episode because he's um giving us a season finale. <laughs> no, this this episode's trash. This is like yeah. I kind of watched it, and the thing is, it's kind of hard for me to rate rating of this episode. I probably would have thought, yeah, fuck this, but because I have seen them all, I actually I actually think they're pretty good. Like I, I do like the fact that they build it up, and a lot of them they are sort of crazier and you get better reactions as it builds rather than just looking for drinks for 20 minutes. So it's sort of, they're, they're a lot better episodes. Season two's just come out, which is why we sort of thought it'd be cool back to go back and look at sort of season one. But um, yeah, it, it's kind of hard. Cause if you have based on this episode, I wouldn't watch any more, but I know what the other ones are like. And I'd say this is the weakest episode. Okay. That makes sense then. I probably, I would I was going to say Bennett, but um I'll give another episode or two a go because I thought yeah, they they didn't even seem like that scared apart from showing a shaky leg underneath. Like I, I was. Yeah, what like, I do is um, I'll find another episode, and I recommend it. Week. Yeah, I recommend it for you week. next week, and then you can give a where we just do agree to disagree, or whether you actually think it can be quite funny. But there was there was somewhere I remember. I think I remember laughing. I don't know. I, you know, you know, I watched it and I, and I thought, you know, what you said last week about I can't watch show it was. I was like, maybe I'll go watch this with someone. Maybe this is something you, 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 isn't as good to watch on your own. Um, 
because obviously you bounce off the reactions. I've yeah. noticed since I've seen this, Netflix are now showing me a trailer for something called Scare Tactics, which I is think that's exactly the same. I think that's new out. I thought this is 2003 on here. I'm on. I'm on uh... <laughs> oh, is it? Because I had the trailer pop up today, so I was going to write it down. Oh, so I thought, oh. Oh, maybe it's new to Netflix, and it's. Uh, I think they kind of maybe this maybe pranking cows done so well that they've. Um, that's why they've brought this. Well, yeah, it's not new, but no, it looks itself. like this. It, it looks like this big time, just a different host. Yeah, because they've got the the trailer thing. Got the one with the two aliens running out, and the guy yeah. like. Punches it and all that. Yeah, no, I saw that. I thought that was new. I thought, wow, what are the odds? But, um, I guess it's not. I guess we're just getting hit in those that random button again. That random button again. Oh, so um, that was it. So I, I, I'll say um, I'll say binge it with an asterisk, and I'll, I'll I'll pause my official um opinion until next week. After yeah, I mean they're me... only um. Episodes are only about 20 minutes, so it's nothing too dramatic. I did enjoy so, that. I did like the fact it was only 20 or Yeah, minutes. so they don't they don't fuck around too long. If it was drawn out for like, I think, 30 minutes to 40 minutes to an hour, I think it'd be way too long yeah. because the reveals are quick because they, they try and put you in a pressure cooker where it literally takes you to the brick where you're going to lose your fucking head. They just go, no, nah, we're joking. So, but it's, it's a fine line of like, how long do you keep the joke going? And it's so... But um, yeah, I'll find another one and we'll have another go next week. Cool. <laughs> Deal. Um, but then watch the first introductory episode of Below Deck. Uh, follows the crew of a multi-million dollar charter boat in the Caribbean. I believe season four has just come out, so I thought it's good for us to kind of just watch the opening thing. Um, I'm aware you've watched more episodes. This is new to me. Um, they just seem like a car crash full of people um, who work on a boat work hard party harder um yeah i know we spoke offline like it's felt like jersey shore on a boat but like you think you telling me it's a lot different right yeah it's nothing like that at all it's um it's basically people working and they have these rich people who um come onto this boat and the idea is to give them the best service they can to try and get the best tip they possibly could um from them and um yeah, like crew members, if they fuck up, they're literally just fired. And they, the, the captain's like, here's your plane ticket home, leave. I don't want people like that on my boat. So it's quite ruthless in that sense. Mm. So you'll see like characters like leave off their own guard, then other characters get fired and they call old characters back to like help. There is bits where like staff hook up and stuff like that. But it's, um, yeah, it's not this like sort of drunken fueled craziness that you might sort of think it is. Even though there is a tie. Um, to our film in the sense there's an episode where they have um, I think it's a family from Jersey who have a lot of money but are generally just sort of like eating caviar by the kind of spoonful and constantly asking for food and getting drunk and they're kind of like and the staff are like taking the piss out of them behind their back sort of like going through like their um, sort of clothes and says then who would wear this and why would they eat that and all kind of really doing it. And basically when they get their tip, because they get their tip as they leave, um, they gave them the best tip of the summer. Best tip and of the bas- summer? Yeah, best tip of the summer. And basically the captain sat him down and was just like, um, I thought we did awful service. You guys need to be careful about how you judge people. You're paid to serve people. I don't know if any of you guys have seen the film Pretty Woman. 
and they referenced that he referenced the shop scene in Pretty Woman, where basically he said they come in and they looked down on her and thought they were better than her, but she had more money than all of them. Well, these people had more money than all of us, and they gave us you the best tip of the summer. So be careful how you talk about people. That's pretty. That's pretty freaky. That like I know, yeah. right? That's why because um, obviously my wife seen them all. She said about that episode, and she was just like, "Wow, you need to check out that episode because it ties in." And I did watch it this evening, and it did tie in. I thought, "Wow, that's crazy." It's, you know, it's even more crazy. So only on season four on Netflix. Yeah, but but there's eight seasons. There's eight seasons, so we're obviously four seasons behind. I suppose Netflix can just drop them here, there, and everywhere. Um, because at the moment, season eight's only just come out, I assume, in America. I know, uh, 30th of November, 21st of December, season eight finished. There's a lot of episodes per season, Jesus. 22nd of February, 2021. So, yeah. But yeah, um, I, I think because the amount of episodes there are, I could easily probably could binge this because this kind of thing, I, I love like selling Sunset and I suppose just people working and stuff. Oh, because of how many episodes there are, I'm probably going to stay in it. Because um, yeah, I don't, I don't have that much time. I do have time, but yeah. No, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay away from it. I suppose you're you're gonna say binge it because you have, yeah. Um, I've dipped in and out. I wouldn't say I've binged it. I mean, episodes I've seen in the background, I don't mind it. Mm. I, I personally, I'm not gonna sit there and watch the whole thing, but um, it's it's not a, a crap show. I, I personally, I'm like, I wouldn't put an episode on, but I'm happy to walk into a room when an episode's on. I guess. So, so yeah. I don't know what my answer is because I, I wouldn't binge it so I'd never put it on but I'm not going to bin it because I don't hate it. So if I walk in the room and it's on, I'll watch it but I'm never going to put it on. Solid. Is that sort of a thing? That's a thing. That's a thing. Um, and now we're going to open the vault door. Um, that's a new thing. Um, no... 1990s, Pretty Woman. Oh, a man in a legal but hurtful business needs an escort for some social events and has a beautiful prostitute he meets only to fall in love. Oh, directed by Gary Marshall, written by J.F. Lawton, starring Richard Gere as Edward Lewis and Julia Roberts as Vivian Ward. It had a budget of $14 million. Bear in mind, this is 1990. Mm. Worldwide gross, $463 million. That is... This is... I know this was your first time watch. Yeah. I've watched it many a times um this apart from obviously she was in still magnolias this really did kind of really put julie roberts on the map a lot more than a um dodgy brother in like what's that film we watched chartopus 
best of the best. And best of the best. I love that film. Take it. It's your first time watching this. Yeah. Um, you said your wife loves this movie. Take it away. Go for it. Uh, my wife was saying the lines, as the lines were happening, that's how much she loves this film. Or she would say a line before it happened. 50 bucks, old man. 75, the wife can watch. <laughs> um, yeah, do you know what? I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was a good film. It's a fun film. Um, I, I, I feel like um, it, it kind of had two people with the same kind of work ethic, but from completely different sides of the world. And there's, I think there's quite a lot of sort of sort of deep undertones to it. I thought my favourite character is probably um, Barney. Because um, I, I felt like he was like us. So, you know, when he's in the hotel and he's helping her with like, all the knives and forks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when she came in, actually, like, sort of in the outfit and looked, like, amazing. And he sort of just gave her the nod. I, I felt like he was nodding for, like, us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was sort of like, yeah. I felt he played sort of the person at home kind of character, like wanting to help her out and wanted to, her to succeed and stuff like that. Um, I liked it when he sent her to like, to get initially to, to get like a dress and then she comes back and he's talking to someone because, oh my God, she was really helpful. You like, like, great dress because I was hoping you were going to be wearing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great. I love the lift guy, even though he gets hardly any lines. I do like the lift guy. Oh, he just literally just noses. He just sort of sticks his nose out, and um, yeah, he just he's got a great little role as well. He literally just pokes his head out there and has little butchers and and fucks off again. But um, imagine a job just going up and down on lifts. And I thought that'd be sweet, wouldn't it? And it's quite an expensive hotel, so he's probably paid all right as well. But he gets played. But he gets tipped just to take people to floor two. Oh mate, yeah. Imagine if they went all the way up. <laughs> Do that button, boys. Do the button. But um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think it's um, I think it's a solid story. It's not overly gritty. It's not too sort of focused on sort of her profession and stuff like this. Like there's no people trying to drag her back into the game. And I think her mates probably. To understanding, I felt like yeah. if it was in a real sort of situation, her mate would have been a lot more. Who the fuck do you think you are? You're not better than me. You think you're so fucking good now. So they they tried to keep it all sort of happy happy. Where I think there would have realistically been that sort of mm. gritty scene where her mate was just like, "Who do you think you are? Don't forget that you know you're the same as me." Kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Everything was super friendly with it all, and everyone was super understanding. But um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Did it surprise you? Because I know this is this kind of movie isn't really your thing. Um, it surprised me how good it was. Yeah, it's a very easy. It's a very easy watch. Um, it's, soundtrack's fucking outstanding. Oh, it's got an amazing soundtrack. Everyone thinks it's just about Pretty Woman, but like that's probably the weakest nah. song on there. There's like, as you say, what women do. And at the end, it must have been love, but it's over now. You know, Roxette, any film with Roxette in, it's got, um, obviously, yeah, like I said, you said Roy Orbison, obviously Pretty Woman's quite legendary. Um, Roxette, um, Wild Women Do, King of Wishful Thinking, Go West. 
Yep. Uh, there's loads of them. Every, every time a song come on, I thought, well, I say, um, Show Me Your Soul from Red Hot Chili Peppers apparently is in there. It's just, it's just really like, you know what? I always kind of, I feel like she gets more gorgeous as the film goes on. I hate the wig she's wearing at the beginning. Yeah, why, I think why didn't all, she go um, out with the red hair? Why didn't she go out with the red hair? Yeah, I guess that's all part of it though, isn't it? I think so. I think she grows as a person. Um, and obviously he comes down off his perch a lot. Yeah. Um, well, I think they, they both help each other grow as people, don't they? They do. And and it's kind of... I only literally... I've, I've watched it like... My wife loves it too. I've watched it loads of times. You know, it's, but obviously it's not... I, I seem to pick up things more and more as I watch it. And I was like, oh, I now realise her dream was like the white knight on the horse climbs up the la- climb, climbs up the castle with the sword. And obviously he turns up in a white limo with his umbrella. You don't get that. And I was like, no. Fucking hell, I got that from like the first time. Congratulations. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you. I was just like, oh, that, that, that's good. Um, I don't know, for some some reason, I, I never thought they slept together. But I think they obviously blatantly did the first night. Do you know what? I thought that. I, I kind of got in myself a situation where I sort of almost... It's not convinced... obvious that they have. It's not obvious that they have, I think. Yeah, I kind of got myself in a situation where I convinced myself that he didn't sleep with her the whole week. Yeah. Uh, I think the jury's still out. Um. He's just, he's really rich. I, I do think, even though obviously he's there to be hated, um, his lawyer, Phil, um, yeah. that end scene kind of still makes me kind of cringe when he's trying to force himself on her. But um, th- th- that's the story to be told. Does a very good job of just being that creepy, well, that creepy guy. It's, I mean, it's a shitty scene, but it's sort of an important scene, though. It is. And. Say, Richard Gear comes to her rescue. Yeah, it's just a great film. I say I saw it in an outdoor cinema last year. It's just one of those. It's a perfect Sunday afternoon film that you just whack on. And most of these films have great soundtracks. And it's just joyful that that whole scene where she's doing all the shopping and the guy that. This clerk, like, is just sucking up big time. It's just, it's just great. But he's asking how rich. Yes, <laughs> offensively, offensively rich. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, I like you. Then the, the, the scene where she goes in, you're on commission, right? Yeah. Oh, big mistake. Big mistake. Yeah, I mean that's an iconic scene. I mean, I've seen like scenes from it. I know bits, but um, yeah, I think it's um, I think it's a good film, and I think it's it's, it's got a, it's got a cool little message to it. Is it it's surprising this kind of film's like two hours long. It, these kind of films usually like ninety minutes, ninety six minutes. Um, but I, I I don't think I take anything out of it. Yeah, it's what we were saying. Um, Last week, wouldn't it? You feel like two hours a long time, and you think, "What? What could you really take out of it?" Everything felt like an important mm. sort of scene. Because even so, though they go to the polo like horse racing, 
Yeah. It's important because obviously that's how Phil finds out like she is like a prostitute and it's rubbing her up the wrong way because obviously he's chatting to the other guy's son. Yeah, th- th- there's nothing really you could take out because it's just it's just a, a a great film, uh, a really enjoyable film. Um, obviously, probably stereotyped as a, a chick flick. I think everyone can enjoy it. Yeah, I think people can enjoy it. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm in no rush to watch it again, but I'm very sure I will watch it again. Which considering times. it's taken me this long to watch it first time, so I'm, I'm kind of happy with that. Uh, just a few bits of trivia notes. So Julia Roberts was so nervous, she was physically ill during the sex scenes. Exactly. That's what I thought. I suppose the naked scenes in the bath and all that. I did. Oh, she's listen. She's fucking singing Prince, isn't she, in the bath as well? Oh yeah. Apparently the um that necklace box shutting scene wasn't planned. No, it wasn't planned at all. That so was that real was, laughter that was, and everything. So that was quite nice. That, that was genius. Um, and it's worth a lot of money. Apparently, like proper proper lot of money. That necklace. Really? It makes much. no sense. Yeah, costume jewelry. No one needs no. I know, right? <laughs> um, it's Richard Gere's least favourite film. It's not like John Cusack hated like Con Air. This is what Richard Gere, maybe because it's probably what Richard Gere is most known for. And yeah. he probably has never been able to shrug it. Whereas Julia Roberts does loads of stuff. You can probably say that she's in Pretty Woman, probably like. Will come to most people's like heads first time, but there is a hell of a lot of other stuff she's done. Oh yeah, I mean, looking at um, Runaway Bride, oh Judy Roberts with Richard Gere again, <laughs> getting bad back together. I don't see, I've never seen Runaway Bride. There you go, we'll find that uh, one day. Chicago, is he sort of known for that? Yeah, I don't really like Chicago. It's not about liking it, is it? Is that what he's known for? Hey, sorry. I American Gig- <laughs> is it American Gigolo or is it The Gigolo? I to be fair, half these films he's been in, I've got no idea what they are. Yeah. Rhapsody in August. Miles from Home. I'm Not There. B Season. B Season, 2005. Apparently it was Richard Gere playing the piano. I did think, oh, what a trusting hotel, like. Let's him just play the piano, like, and obviously everyone leaves, and he's, I suppose, about to have sex with her on the piano, which I don't think I don't know. He get, definitely gets a little bit like friendly on the piano, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, it's it's hard to tell what actually happens between these two. I feel like I need to know. I mean, you know, do you think a sequel would have worked? No, don't think there was need to be one. Um, I did work out. Obviously, he pays her three grand um, for the week. Yeah, that was ninety ninety. I tried to work out how much that was, like in today's money. Yeah, and I was disappointed to find it was only like six thousand odd like dollars. I thought the exchange, I thought being like thirty years ago, would be like a massive like difference. But it was only kind of just over double. Oh, it's just like, even mind you. Say three thousand. God knows how much she charged to his credit card with all the clothes. Well, that's it. I mean, she. I mean, those. I guess the dresses weren't cheap. I mean, she spent a lot. She got to keep all the clothes as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll um, rewind and replay. Yeah, no, I agree. I got to do it. Like I said, I don't, I don't know when. It's not on, not on every week sort of film, but I definitely um, I'll be more open to watching it than I ever was before. Which I'm sure she will love hearing. That's your Valentine's Day film sorted <laughs> for the next ten years. And um, birthday and Christmas as well. It was nominated for one Oscar award for best actress leading role, um, but she didn't. Get it. Why well, gear hated it. Jealousy's rife. Big time. Um oh, I suppose as usual, what else have you been watching? Watching anything else this week? Um nothing necessarily on streaming things. We're watching that Lego Masters USA. I, I'm definitely because of Google Box, I am I am interested. Yeah, am that's interested. what sort of caught my attention with that as well. So I was doing that. And then you notice Google Box did the sleeping show that we did as well. I did. I did episode. I did say to the wife, "Oh, that's episode two. We did episode one." <laughs> I thought that same thing. I was just like, "Oh shit!" I that's what we covered. For the job we done, and we wasn't as annoying like pretending to sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's not. We can harder in podcast, isn't it? If we suddenly both doze off, is is. Um, but yeah, we watched a bit of that. What about yourself? Um, obviously, I guess we both watched Gogglebox. Um, I was obviously cinema was reopened today. Like, I went to see Spiral from the Book of Saw. Um, kind of enjoyable. Um, this it's not it's not hard to um what you need to do to do a Saw movie. A bit predictable, but enjoyable. Um, and I saw Godzilla versus Kong, which um was was pretty epic. I don't quite know sometimes what they're fighting over, but um, I wasn't watching it for that, really. Just watching them kick two living shits out of each other. Um, and I um, just read... It's weird, I only started watching the other day, but I've all of a sudden watched the whole of The Office um, UK in the last um, week or so. Just, um, yeah. I do love a bit of Ricky Gervais. Um, that's it. I'm, I'm all... Still watching um, Mighty Ducks Game Changers, two episodes to go. Still enjoyable. Um, yeah, it's pretty much that's pretty much it for me. I like it. It's like a cracking week. Cracking week. Oh, more to come next week. Guess it's that time, isn't it? It is. So we've watched what needs to be watching. Um, obviously, people, if you want us to watch stuff, you can recommend shows, fire them out on our social medias. And if people want to find us on Instagram, what is that social media? You can follow us at Paul and Griff Show. And of course, where the conversation never ends, where can they find us on Twitter? You can follow us at Paul and Griff Show. And if we're not in either of them, you can probably find us down the pub because they're open. Oh, they can. They can buy us a drink. Oh, we'll buy nice. you a drink. Like, we'll see wow. how much money we've got. You won't well, owe you a drink. Well, you a drink. <laughs> Stick it on the tab. Um, yeah, thank you as always. Thank you for all the ongoing support, all the likes, subscribe, shares. Um, everything we get is still totally humbling. You guys are the best. We'll be back next week. We're watching more stuff so you don't have to. That's it. We do it for you. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>